welcome to the Sports Council Podcast. I am your host, Matt, and I'm here with Gav and Brian for this episode of the show. After 11 weeks of fantasy football, we all probably have some mistakes we would have liked to take back in hindsight. We go back through our fantasy drafts this year and see who ended up being the most obvious picks and worst picks and why. Plus, we have another guest listener league recap and give some special Thanksgiving week starts and sits. Today is November 21st, 2023, and this is episode 122 of the show. Let's go. We're gearing up for Thanksgiving, ready to give some thanks and also regret everything I've ever done in fantasy football. You can stop it with the, uh, you know, woe is me act, Gav. You are like 9-1, I think, in our league. Listen, dude, it doesn't matter anymore. If my Patriots aren't winning, dude, it doesn't matter to me. Also, listen, I'm just going to tell you guys right now. I'm I'm pretty sure I'm going to like see a first-round exit in the playoffs. I just have a feeling. So, like, it's well, all for if, not. If things keep on going the way they are, you're 9-1. and one. I'm trying to fight for 8's place, that last spot in the playoffs, <laughs> you know. I got a shot, man. I'm coming for you with my garbage-tier team. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my team might be undefeated. I don't know what it is. Like I even have, I have both Pittsburgh running backs, and somehow I still can't like lose. I don't know what it is. Yeah, evil devil magic. That's what it is. I know. <laughs> I haven't sold anything. Like I didn't ask for any any future like magic powers to win. I'm. It's just. I guess I'm just that good. Well, or I have to kill. <laughs> devil magic runs out eventually. 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 Ask Salem, I mean, which is... <laughs> I mean, we kind of spoiled a little bit of the results of the Listener League, but we are going to hand it off this week to a very special listener who was also the former champion of this league. So, you know, we're going to take a listen to that. And we got Rob back here for the Sleeper Recap with me today. Uh, you know, I, I kind of lost, so I'm just going to pass it off to Rob to do the recap this week. All right, gee, I got it, man. First time back this defending season. Defending champ is say. back. The champ is yeah, here. Yeah, defending champ. But I'll tell you, man, we'll start off with my team. I'm the first one up. It's not happening again, man. Like, there's there's no shot, bro. Uh, at the beginning of the draft, uh, Matt said some comment that my team was going to be cursed because I drafted JT. And boy, was he right. I mean, I started with my three best players uh, all injured in Kelsey, Cup, and Jonathan Taylor. So... We'll jump right in, and of course, I'm playing Matt, which I did win this week. We have Robbie two times against L Shorts. Uh, I won 121 to 97. Um, honestly, did not deserve to win. I think uh, I don't think I ever deserved to win. I literally cannot stand this team. I did. I think I told you. I felt Brees Hall is going to have a super big bounce back year. So that's like, I guess the one good part of my team. Kelsey did not do anything. Cooper Cup is still in a slump. Um, he's hurt now. Yeah, and he's hurt now. So uh, definitely not going back. Still find a way to win, though. Find a way to win. Did find a way to win, but still, just cannot stand this team. Like I said, I'm cursed. Maybe I'm just being hard on this team, but dude. And then uh, I think last week or two weeks ago, when I lost by 0.5 points, like that was kind of like that's kind of like you know, yeah, exactly. Like this, this team is just. Not going anything. I think I'm in eighth place right now. So we got eight teams making the playoffs, right? Yeah, you separated in. 
you separated yourself from the rest of the three and eights and the, the I guess you'd be nice. Yeah. Not call them trash, but the, the, the trash essentially. Um, exactly. On 121 to 97 against our fellow podcaster here, Matt, not with us for the recap today, but um, it's, it's pretty crazy. Me and Matt win and lose every week together. And uh, you could tell them about my matchup. All right. Yeah, here we go. Next up, we got G or Steelers fan 510, Big Harry Balls. Nice name, man. Uh, against Thanks. Nando, the Adams family. And yeah, I'm not going to lie. Nando's team kind of popped off with the victory, 145 to 127. Yeah, Let's he see. went off. He did. Uh, Tank Dell. Oh, my goodness. My guy has been spectacular. I'm so happy for D'Amico Ryans to have CJ Stroud and Tank Dell on his team. You have no yeah, idea. I mean, he's going off just like he did on his team went off against me. I had a great week in Calvin Ridley, but shit, you know, I guess finally had a good week, but not the week we needed it because uh, the one, the one matter. week, the one week Calvin Ridley actually does something for you. You have Literally. KJ Osborne coming back with dropping a a single point, dropping a French fry. Yikes! Yeah. And the chain got hurt too, and that was supposed to be like my saving grace of the season. But hopefully mm-hmm. he's back next week and um will continue to be my saving grace. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, we can oh. we can move past my matchup. Yeah. <laughs> we need to stay up. <laughs> Get back to it to the, the number one stunner, fellow podcaster, Angelus is G with a victory over Heartbreak Anniversary D Lee. Yeah. I mean, Gav is on a tear this year. He's Ten and one, just smoked his rival Dylan. It's not even like big news nowadays. Uh, one forty eight, one twenty five, sort of close, sort of not. But man, I don't know. This man Gav is just every week it's someone else for him. Like this week he had Lamar and Jalen, um, uh, Ed Warren and Tyree Kill. Tyree the Kill. only guy that does week something every week for him. And you know, it's just his team is looking really good right now. And Derrick Henry's not even doing anything. Like, he had yeah. two running backs that went off, and when neither of them were Derrick Henry. I'm going to the chance of it. <laughs> Goodness. Yes. Just looking at his team, it's – uh, you can tell why he's 9-1 and one, or 10-1 and one now. Yeah. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah. He drafted both the Steelers running backs, and I guess it was a good choice to do that, right? Mm-hmm. All Man, right. Let's and, go. And who we got next? So, we got – next up, we got King Mitty. Mitty to Liddy beating B Chang 160 to 109. Uh, King Mitty put up the most, yeah. King Mitty put up the most points in the league this week. Uh, Saquon popped off with a 30 spot. Mm -hmm. Uh, Even even the Bills defense, uh, embarrassed Zach Wilson dropping in 22. Surprise to nobody. Surprise to nobody. I guess maybe to Robert Sala, I guess, right? But nobody that actually has football mind. Exactly. Yeah, Mitty Mitty's Let's been see. good this year, man. He's had a he had a great week again. Sitting at uh, seven and Montgomery four. back. Yeah, Montgomery's back for him too. Um mm. and then you got you got Bryant who's uh part of Dylan with that uh three and eight gang. You'll hear a couple more three and eights coming up later. But um yeah, yeah dude, it's kinda crazy what the where how many people are three and eight. So that win you had this week is really big because you're separating yourself from four seven with that eight spot now. So it's going to be a close end of the season to see who gets these final couple of playoff spots. Yeah, it is. And I'm just looking at Mitty's team. He's got a sneaky good team and a good top four with Montgomery, Barkley, CD, and Amari Cooper. And yeah, DJ Moore in his flex. That is – Yeah, he's, he's, he's got it figured out. Sure. I mean, 
Su- sucks for him though. Darren Waller's on the IR and Michael Thomas is coming in the IR. Yeah. Yeah. Well, still got 160, so shit. <laughs> I don't know if I'm missing too much. So we'll go up to the next ugly kid, Mickey Young Boy, popping off once again, sitting at nine and two, playing against yeah. Goat Rush. This was and, our closest uh, matchup of the week. Yeah. Two point victory. Mickey Young Boy wins 118 to 116. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Aaron Jones got hurt for uh, Goat Rush because. I mean, he had James Cook on the bench with 19, but then, you know, who knows that type of thing beforehand, right? Like, man, that's just unfortunate. He literally started four running backs, and the second best running back he had was on the bench. <laughs> yeah, wow. James Cook, 20 points on his bench. Yeah, that's the, that's the week right there. Those are the ones that you, you just hate to lose, you know, and you're like, damn, I really could have just started mm-hmm. him over any other running back and I would have won. But it's like you're going against the Jets defense. So it's like realistically you probably would want him on the bench, right? So mm, it's hard. Exactly. I feel like it's always uh, it's always good to have your options, like players on your bench, who you can start, who you can sit. But then when you make that mistake – Boy, that shit, that will, that will stick with me. That's, that's when you're like, dude, I'd rather just have some bots on my bench and then just have Yeah, to have to start. Starting, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So this victory uh, moves a uh, young boy up to 9-2, and two, second place, one game back on Gav. Mm-hmm. Wow. Pretty close. Yeah, go. Gavin, uh, Gavin McYoungboy here look like they've uh, separated themselves from the pack, to be honest. I mean, they have a, you know, they have a four people have already clinched their playoff spots. And I think both of these guys clinched it last week. And both of them are on win streaks, Gavin, you know, Mick Youngboy. So, hey, man. Yeah, six I'm gamer, just to be like four gamer. <laughs> I'm just trying to yeah. be like dumb, bro. Oh, and man, here we that go. That takes us to our last matchup. The last matchup. And I got to say it, it was the toilet bowl. 12th place team against our 11th place team. And it did not disappoint. And the 12th place won. <laughs> and the 12th place team won. Just look at just look at the matchup, bro. If you just look at it from player to player, it was just a shit show all around. There's only one person in the whole matchup. Like in 20 players starting, there's only or sorry, one person on each team that got 20. Everybody else was in single digits, basically. Wow. So we have Team Man. FF Sportman beating G dot Cassie. 111 to yeah. 78. Tough. Tough and and the worst part about it is for for Jamari is that fucking Mark Andrews is now out. So where do you go from there? <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate. It is very unfortunate to get injuries at this time of the season when you know you're a three and eight team trying to make the last week push or something. You know, push. especially for Jamar who's on a six game losing streak and just traded me to Jefferson. So hey man, hopefully times get better for him. Goodness, yeah, down horrendous. With points Four, on his bench as well, in thirty-two yeah. in Trevor Lawrence and almost twenty in Jane Reed. Wow, that's ugly. Yeah, that's a tough that's one. Real ugly. Yeah, and give us a give us a little and recap. A goose. We kind of talked about it a little bit, but why don't you give us like a full rundown of the standings here? So from top to bottom, we got Gav at ten and one, McYoungboy at nine Six game win streak, four game win streak, win streak. Like, four on. game win streak. Nando at eight and three. King Midi at seven and four. Goat Rush at six and five. Big Harry Balls, also known as G 
at six in sixth place with five at five and six. Matt at five and six. Robbie two times at four and seven. B Chang, D Lee, G Dot Cassie, and FF Sportman all sitting at three and eight at the bottom of the league. <laughs> it's crazy because basically between you and all the way down to Sportsman are gonna be fighting for this eighth spot just to get smoked yep. by gaff, bro. Yep, first round. First round exit. Do it classy. It's like who who wants the first round exit? Who wants to be announced in this recap one extra week? Yes, sir. All right, yeah, I'm crazy things happen though. Of course, yep. bro. You know, you're the defending champ. Not your season this year. We don't know that yet, but you have the eighth seed, so maybe we'll be, you know, having the greatest comeback story of all time. But yeah, it's, 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 it's a great pleasure having you on, brother. Right on. All right, we'll send it back to the boys for the rest of the pod. Okay. Thank you so much for that. And I think you can notice that uh, G is not here today, but he was on that recap. Um, just yeah, nobody cares, clear, Robbie. Like, kill yourself. <laughs> just to be clear, Matt Canada was fired today, so G just took the uh, night off in celebration. So that's probably why he can't make it here tonight. We'll probably see him on the news. He'll probably get arrested, uh, for, you know, streaking probably on the street or something. Like I mean, that. that's their Super Bowl, ain't it? Like getting rid of Matt Canada. Let's go. Boop, 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 boop. Nobody cares. It's like okay. it's like if you know Mac Jones is gone, right? No, 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 Matt no. Bailey Zappi gone. If, Bill Belichick gone. Everyone gone. I mean, if we had a clean slate, I'd be happy. There you go. I'd see, like, there you go. Yeah. I think you should keep Bailey Zapp. Bailey Zapp should. You're be ridiculous, Brian. Okay. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I don't want a clean have, slate. Like, I don't the want other one, Malik Cunningham. Nah, dude, he's oh, not. That... You know what's crazy? We keep si- we signed him like five weeks ago to like a three year contract, and then we let him go, signed him to our practice squad, and we elevated him back to quarterback three a couple weeks ago, and then we brought him back to the practice squad. I don't know what the heck we're doing with this guy. Bill Belichick really is. Oh wow! Ooh, ooh, man, we we're about to get. I was about to get canceled. <laughs> I just all I have to say is he's off his rocker and um on the next season on Cincinnati. Well, all right then. Yeah. I mean, uh, we're gonna go straight into our week twelve starts and sits. Um, I mean it's Thanksgiving, guys. Like, just pop in that podcast. I mean, we got three games on Thursday. We got one game on Friday. No one has a bye by the week. Yeah, it's so weird. It's heaven. I love it. Yeah. So make sure you that get AI your... is really <laughs> AI. kicking it up. Yeah, the AI. You know, they keep saying on the commercials, the AI or like Amazon helped make the uh, schedule? schedule like in two weeks or something like that. Whatever, I forgot what it is. It used to take six months or whatever. You don't? You haven't seen that? I I've like, I've tried to. Uh, it's kind of gone through one ear and out of the other. <laughs> I'm trying not to listen <laughs> to the commercials. <laughs> but yeah, I mean like. Yeah, but they also scheduled the Jets back to back in primetime. Dude, games. without that doubt, it was calculating Aaron Rodgers being there. I guess they need to care. I, they have I feel to like they do. Like, have you guys noticed? Like they've been doing a lot of back to back primetime games. Like the Broncos were on Monday night, then Sunday night. Same with the Jets. Like, I don't know why they keep trying to shove Jets into our faces, dude. They have the obviously right. Flex. They wanted to see Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers was really trying to light up the league this year, and of course, it ends in two or four plays. It's ridiculous. He could be back, don't you think? Are you serious? That is a 38-whatever-year-old man tore his ACL or whatever it was. 
he's not coming back this season. Now I'm not saying this- now I'm not saying that this is going to happen or I wish for this to happen, but if don't you think that the funniest thing I mean, I feel like I shouldn't even say it, is if he comes back and I'll Don't just you leave dare it at say that. it. No, no. Yeah, just no, I'll just, just say leave it. Just it leave it. That. No. No, no, no. Sorry, Jets fans, stay mediocre. So much for, you know, second world healing medicine. All right, we're going to go into our week 12 starts and sits right away. We're going to do it in the best way we know how, which is Thanksgiving style. You know what? I think I'm going to start it off here. I'm going to go with Gardner Minshew versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is a very weird one, right? Because I don't think anyone remembers. I mean, it's been a long bye week. And, you know, he played at 6 a.m. in Germany, so no one really knows who Gardner Minshew really was um, and where he's been for the last couple of weeks. But he is a serviceable quarterback, and the Colts have been, you know, scoring at a pretty um, manageable level. I think they were averaging like 20 points per game before the Patriots game. And I think they can get that momentum going against the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers just let Brock Purdy have a perfect passer rating, three touchdowns. He's obviously a good quarterback, right? And But it's also to be said that the Bucks defense stinks. So I think that Gardner Minshew is just going to be the, you know, the one at the top of the table, the head of the table. He's going to be the one with the carving knife. He's going to carve him up against the, uh, on Sunday. Did you already eat your Thanksgiving dinner? Because you're delirious and lethargic. That's crazy. Like the turkey, uh, turkey, what was it, the... God, it's like the tryptophan, right? Yeah. <laughs> Bless indeed. I'm going to hit you with some good news, you know. All right. And I hate to say this simply because it's against my team. You're starting T. DeVito against the Pats. Okay, KD. this is the this is way worse than mine. <laughs> it's, it's copium. And what is that? Uh, it's trolling out I, here. I, I might be at that copium. No, dude, I'm not even joking, dude. This guy has the Jersey Juice. I don't know if you guys heard about it yet. It's new on the market, bruh. New on the shelves, Jersey Juice. Straight Brother, that's called Tommy's. olive oil, man. That's <laughs> olive oil. <laughs> Either way, dude, Tommy DeVito is going to cook us, bro. He's going to gobble us up. I don't get it. I don't know what happened. The Patriots are usually good against, I mean, we're usually good, period. But we're especially usually good against, like, rookie quarterbacks. And this year, I mean, it's really only been Sam Howell. But I would say, like, I mean, Derek Carr on, on the Saints was also, like, a rookie. I You know, it's just, like, fresh. Wait a second. He is a rookie. He is a rookie. Don't you remember the Pats uh, like to kind of destroy rookies? No, I'm saying, no, I'm, listen, I'm saying we usually destroy rookies, like, past Patriot teams, but now we're susceptible to them, right? Mm-hmm. Because, like, Sam Howell threw three, 300 it's yards like in a second year. And I, well, yeah, second year, but it still counts as a rookie, you know, against the Commanders, right? Tommy DeVito just had himself a game last week. I think he's thrown, like, five touchdowns this year already in, like, the two starts that he's had. Right, so I mean, Tommy D is gonna be cooking us up with the uh, Slayton, you know, and I'm scared of uh, what's his name, um, Saquon. Saquon was popping off against the Commanders, and we couldn't even beat the. See, Danny DeVito threw three touchdowns. That's all I'm scared about. Okay, Pats have been susceptible. We don't have Gonzalez, dude. I mean, I don't know if Bill is off his rocker, you know, Mac and Cheese in it up, dude. I don't know. Mac and Cheese isn't. 
hasn't been hidden recently. We're gonna get cooked by Tommy D. It's ridiculous. We're just we're just not the same Pats anymore, you know. I'm like back I feel, in the day. I feel like this is a reverse drinks, but I'm just gonna leave it at that. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. Well, for my quarterback pick, you know, I'm gonna keep it smart. You know, I'm that I'm the smart kid, the guy who just came from university, first year freshman. He comes back, he thinks he's a genius. We gotta go with the smart pick, and that's Joshua Dobbs. You know him. Oh he's a, my! God. He's a living rocket scientist. He's got a great matchup this week against the Chicago. He's got Bears. alopecia. Okay, that's what you. Period. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's nothing to do with. Excuse me. Nothing to do with how intelligent and a good QB, a plucky QB well, the man is. Why don't you say anything about his intelligence? I mean, that guy's got a lot of brain space, you know? He don't have to worry about his eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, not as many follicles on his head. Therefore, oh, no, a few more no. extra Throw some yams cells. on yes, there, yes. dude. Will He's a Smith potato. slap you, man. I was thinking, no, no, no. I got, I got the Thanksgiving food for Josh Dobbs. We're talking about Brussels sprouts, man, you know? You eat your vegetables, you're healthy. The Brussels sprouts, you know, it looks just like him right over there. So, eat that. You'll be smart. You got Josh Dobbs. He's got a smart, you got a good matchup this week. So, start him. Strong start. Ooh. Ooh. I feel like this Thanksgiving, like, starts and sits have already gone off the rock. We're kind of already one on the rails. Like, like, okay, guys, just to preface this, we're, this is a Tuesday uh, night that we're recording this. We're all tired. Um, you know, you know how it is, like, when you, if anyone's working right now, uh, has a nine to five or whatever, like, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, even if you're a student, the Tuesday, Wednesday before Thanksgiving, uh, you your don't kind of takes a vacation. Yeah. And that's I'm, the same I'm already, for us. <laughs> I'm already lethargic. I've eaten like a whole plate of candied yams already. And I'm about to eat right now, okay? And Tony Pollard is too against the Commanders. Worst rush defense in the league. And he scored last week. He had the most rushing yards um, he's had all season. I think this is the turnaround for him. It's also a divisional rival. So you know these games go hard. And it's on Thursday. You know the Cowboys are going to eat this up, dude, okay? And all of the freaking... Cowboys fans, you know they have to put a show on. Tony Pollard's back in form, okay? He's just going to ride this wave, and they're trying to make a playoff push. So I always said that the smartest decision the team could make was finally get this the run game established, right? I'm pretty sure they're going to ride this wave. There's no point. They, there's no reason why they wouldn't, right? Well, as the Pollard holder in this league, he's done anything but run for big touchdowns and yards all year for me. So uh, <laughs> I'm pessimistic, man. I'm pessimistic here. Listen, dude, you just got to be grateful for what you had, okay? Last week he had a good one. I'm telling you this week he's going to have an, another great one, dude, okay? Just yeah. just, all right, all right. just trust me, sure. okay? They are America's team, quote-unquote. It's Thanksgiving. They always play then, so... Exactly. The You're not going to let these Cowboys go unhappy. Good point. Okay, you go ahead, Brian. I'm still thinking about mine. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So... My running back pick, we're looking kind of at a more sleeper level here. We're talking about, we're considering Devin Singletary versus Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, Devin Singletary Ooh. brought into Houston, you know, he's supposed to catch passes and do his thing. But last couple games, he's really gone off. I think he's gone for over 100 yards each game here. But my reason I'm he's at it. least had 12 fantasy points. That's all I'm got. That's crazy. Yeah, pretty good for a guy that's been sitting on your waiver wire for the past, like, you know, 10 weeks here. But also the main reason I'm starting him is I'm officially, you know, we're smoking food for Thanksgiving. I don't know. What even? 
you don't really eat barbecue for Thanksgiving, come to think of it. But you're smoking <laughs> some sort of food. Hopefully, you're not burning it and causing the smoke alarm to fire off. But we're smoking that Damien Pierce pack, man. It's I've seen enough. I've seen the writing on the wall. You know, I've also drafted Damien Pierce in this listening <laughs> league. I've not been good with the running backs at all, but I'm officially smoking <laughs> that Pierce pack. He's been hurt for weeks on end now, sitting on. I don't think he's IR, but he's been out for a little bit now. I've seen enough for Devin Singletary. He's rushed for more yards in like two games than Damian Pierce has all season. Don't fact check me on it. Just just trust me on it. It, it just feels like it. It, like it. it 100% does. So, yeah, riding Devin Singletary as the new RB1 in Houston. You might be smoking a loud pack. I won't be. I won't be. I won't cap to you. That was crazy. A lot of I feel like this is crazy. This is crazy. I mean, it shouldn't be crazy, but somehow it's become this way. My start of the week is Derrick Henry versus the Carolina Panthers. And, you know, we have an unspoken rule here when we're doing this uh, starts and sits segment where we don't put starts, obvious starts and obvious sits in like stars like Patrick Mahomes. We would start him every week, but, you know, we can't just say, oh, start Patrick Mahomes as our start of the week. Well, Derrick Henry used to be in this list, but... It feels like as of late, he has just become the guy you don't even want to really just like, you You kind of hope that he was secure in your lineup, but now it's just been terrible. And I think someone else last week asked, uh, said he was the start of the week. Was it Gav? Yeah, Gav had him as the start of the week. By the way, we went 10-4-3 uh, for those of you who are keeping track. We're still on track. It was not a good record, to be honest. We usually do better than that. Sorry, guys. We're trying to we're trying to aim for perfection each time, right? Always. But, you know, this time, now that I have Derrick Henry as the start of the week, it's gonna work out, right? I got Tony Pollard right last week. I got him on that get right week. I appreciate you. Appreciate now we you. Got, now we got Derrick Henry on that get right week. Because the Panthers defense, again, I'm targeting them. Tony Pollard just had a great game against them. Derrick Henry's gonna have a great game against them. And there's a couple of reasons why. Because Obviously, against the Jacksonville Jaguars, they went behind really early and they couldn't really have the game script for to give Henry like 20 carries like they usually do, right? He got 10 carries in the loss and he only got like 38 yards. And I think against the Panthers, unless something completely horrific happens, they should be ahead of them or at least they should. In, a, in like a neutral game script, right? So has one nah. win. One win. I think he, One they win. should. Come they on, should Will win, Levis, right? do something. Like, <laughs> and, you know, Derrick Henry's just going to be that guy at the table. I mean, I hope it's you. I hope it's everybody. He's just taking every single side, every single piece. He wants it all. Just give him the turkey. Give him the mac and cheese. Give him the biscuits. Give him the gravy. Give him every single side. Let him finish it. I hope they give him every single part of those carries. No Tajay Spears. Just give it to Derrick Henry. Feed that man. Feed him everything. I'll be Feed honest with you. Everything. Derrick Henry is a figment of himself. Okay, he's washed. I will refuse to believe that. <laughs> you know who else is in a fa- washed version of himself? It's Odell Beckham Jr. Oh my God! Yeah, that's right. There I, he is. I'm going surprisingly old this week. I'm gonna go with OBJ versus the Chargers as my wide receiver start of the week. And it's because Mark Andrews unfortunately got hurt last week. He's their biggest weapon in terms of the passing game. But that means that other players have to step up. And 
We're going to find out who it's going to be very early because the Chargers are a terrible pass defense and the Baltimore Ravens will have to probably pass a little bit to keep up with Justin Herbert in a shootout on Sunday night. And, you know, I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of OBJ myself. I'm the Zay Flowers owner in my league, so this one hurts to say. But Odell has been getting the primary looks, I think, in this system. And I think he's going to be the one who takes over as Lamar's favorite target moving forward. He's getting the deep passes as well. Uh, I think he connected on a pretty deep pass um, last week that I am very sad to say that wasn't from Zay Flowers. But <laughs> Oh, but he did get one taken away. Yes, because of OBJ. Uh, me and Gab were talking about it during the game. Zay Flowers had this, I, and I'm pretty sure you guys would have seen it, but he had this pass, screen pass, that went for 66 yards or something in the touchdown. <laughs> and I I was so happy. And then I saw the flag as he was running, and I was, and it was Odell Beckham who held him. And I don't think it was a good call because no, it, it wasn't. No, definitely not. Terrible. They clearly have an agenda against me. So... Uh, and I bet I would have won the week against Rob if I uh, <laughs> if I did if I got that touchdown. <laughs> yeah. At Sorry, least I would have had good vibes on my side. But you know, either way, yeah. Odell Beckham started the week. Don't don't give up on him yet. I already have. Okay, but there's a, there's look. Listen, you Matt gave you somebody that you can't trust. All right, I'm gonna give you the bread and butter. Okay, this man is unsittable. All right, scary Terry, the red skin. Uh, the commander himself, okay, Mr. Program. It's Thanksgiving, man. You gotta be, you gotta be conscious. All right, out there. fine. Then I can say Redskins, dude. Right? <laughs> They're like Indian. Well, they are the Indian. That's another name. Okay. Listen. Either way, Scary Terry doesn't do bad against the Cowboys unless he's hurt. Guess what? He's not hurt, and he has Sam Howell. Right? The couple games that he's actually played. I mean, he's done it for four years now. The, the couple games that he's been hurt, okay, I'll be honest with you, didn't do well. 15 yards, 40 yards, 0 yards, okay? Every other game, right? At least a touchdown or a massive amount of yards, like four yard, four, and like over 50, 60 yards, right? Okay, un, un, unsittable against the Cowboys, especially because the Cowboys probably will go up in this game. I mean, they, they have been unstoppable this season. Uh, I mean, the last matchup Scary Terry had against the Cowboys, he went for 74 and a touchdown, you know, 13 points right there. Come on now. All right. And then the flip side, I'll give you a twofer, okay? All right. I give you the main course and I give you a side dessert, okay? You're going to get Brandon Cooks against, obviously, the Commanders, right? Brandon Cooks has been explosive and this dog water of a Commanders um, secondary gives up the big play. Brandon Cooks is that guy on the, um, <clears throat> the Cowboys, okay? So, there you go. That's your... That's your Wide receiver two and your um, flex. You're welcome. Well, thank you. That's a very nice two for one deal you got over here. You're welcome. You your That's Black it, Friday please. early, right? Black Friday early. There, gotta get the party started. <laughs> Better than this freaking Jets Dolphins game. That's a game this week, oh dear lord. Yeah, on Friday, on Black Friday. Yeah, that's oh. the Amazon special. <laughs> powered the by Amazon, the, the powered Jeff Bezos domineering uh, overlord special he, right there he oversaw zach wilson being benched by week 12 yes <laughs> for sure well i'll go i'll go back to back with my wide receiver and tight end starts over here the wide receiver you know you've heard that tank dell hype tank dell cj straw and the boys are absolutely cooking it out there but you can't forget about him just like you can't forget about the stuffing right it was nico collins against jacksonville another mm. 
another pick from the same Houston team as Devil Singletary there, but it's purely a can't forget he exists out there. He started had a very strong start to the season, and Tank Dell has really exploded right now. But Stroud has proven himself to be an elite quarterback at such a young age. He can pepper shot. He can pepper throws around the field all day. A lot of volume in that offense, and Nico Collins can definitely take a piece of that pie for himself there. So don't forget the stuffing. Don't forget the pie. Run with Nico Collins here. Meanwhile, Ooh, for like tight, en- yeah, for tight end. Uh, Back to the same circumstance with the Ravens here, you know. It's very likely that for tight end, you're looking at Isaiah Likely versus the uh, I think the LA, yeah, versus Chargers. the LA Chargers yeah. in that same game over here. Well, I, I, I'm trying to resist the urge to make Likely puns and get myself kicked off the show, so I'm just going <laughs> to keep it at, you know, he is the tight end, you know, he's never going to be a Mark Andrews, but... He's a newcomer. <laughs> He's a newcomer onto the Ravens team. You know, think of it as the Pilgrims coming on the Mayflower, man. The old ways are over here. You're running Isaiah Likely as a colonizer. That that's a terrible reference. Yeah, oh, oh, a colonizer. Man. But oh, you God. know what? It's, it's, All right. it's getting right. It's historical. <laughs> I think you jinx yourself in your own like your own like I don't want to get kicked off here, but I'm going to get kicked. <laughs> yeah, you found well, a different way to get kicked off. Basically. I know. Instead well, of a okay. instead of a lame pun, you put a colonizer <laughs> discussion in. But oh well, oh well. That's what we do here. It's okay. We're fun. Yeah. <laughs> fun. Well, I mean, I can't hit you with anything that messed up, but I will hit you with a good pick for tight end. Okay, and it's kind of hard. No, this is easy. I mean, you're gonna start Taysom Hill against the Falcons. Okay, it's an easy matchup, especially since um, uh. Slant boy got he he put on IR recently, so you know um, Jameson definitely has to throw to somebody, right? <laughs> Taysom Hill, um, he had a, a lull last. Well, he they didn't play last week, but two weeks ago, right? It's a get right week, okay? I mean, th- th- Taysom Hill against the Falcons has already thrown two four touchdowns, right? Seven seventy two yards, and I think about like three hundred uh, running yards or rushing yards. I mean, this is all around dub. The Falcons have been awful. Um, and he also plays quarterback too, so who knows? They might just do some wildcat or something like that. You know, you never know what they're gonna do. But with Taysom Hill, you know that he's gonna get touches around the ball. Yep, Taysom Hill is what uh, Arthur Smith wished he had, basically, so he could just bench him and use him, like, <laughs> put him under Johnny Smith. Uh, it's yeah. a tough one. I'm gonna go with Dalton Kincaid against the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay, you said nothing easy. It it feels easy, doesn't it? I mean, Dalton Kincaid's just like an every week start at this point, but I just feel like I have to keep highlighting it. Philadelphia is also especially not good against tight ends. I know they just shut down Taylor's boyfriend yesterday, but <laughs> I think that you know with the Bills, they're making an emphasis towards uh, offense where it's not so like Josh Allen doesn't commit so many mistakes, he doesn't commit all these deep passes, and. You know, they've been kind of oscillating as of late. Like, after a couple interceptions to the Jets on week one, they said, okay, just let Josh be a game manager. And then he became a game manager, but then he started to kind of rebel, and he wanted to be himself again, and then he threw a pick in every single game. Now they fired their offensive coordinator because of that, and now they they played a more kind of, oh, let's drive down the field approach, right? And Stephon Diggs didn't do so well. Gabe Davis literally had nothing. But Dalton Kincaid was still the guy, right? And I think against the Eagles with that pass rush, he's going to have to get the ball out quickly. 
Like, I feel like, you know, if Josh Allen was the turkey, the main star of the show, Stefan Diggs is your mashed potatoes. He's just so consistent. He's there every time. Dalton Kincaid is like your cranberries, right? He's just like, he's there. He's part of the whole platter that you got going on. And, you know, you can rely on him in your lineup to get like at least, you know, probably double digits every time. Gabe Davis is the uh, butternut squash. Or like, butternut squash. Or like, you know, like the one dish that uh, some other person in like the family made that no one really wants to touch, right? I mean, mm. so maybe it's good, but like you'll never know. <laughs> you're not touching Whatever it. the men make, you're saying. <laughs> Why do you have to say that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dude. I, all I know is the best chef definitely isn't a man. Oh, my gosh. All right. That's on God. Let's move it to our sits of the the week. Let's move it to our sits of the week here. Okay, let me listen. Let me just start off because mine is the most outrageous. Although, is it outrageous? Yes, it is. Okay, Patrick Mahomes. Come on now. Patrick Mahomes has not played. They have not played that well recently. It may not be him. Well, I know it's not him. It's definitely his wide receivers. But that's also a big thing. If your wide receivers can't catch, how can you win games? (laughs) I mean, I've seen it with Tom Brady, okay? I saw it with the Patriots. You can't win games, right? Especially against a divisional rival like the Raiders. Okay? They're out for blood. These games are always crazy. And the black hole. Okay? They haven't scored in the second half of games for the past three games. Doesn't that sound outrageous? It right? is, but I also watch those games. It's crazy. They're also, I mean, it's also like very like wishy-washy, that kind of stab, but still. Right? Patrick Mahomes hasn't been playing well. Everyone is on a lull, and it's it's a short week. So, like, oh, no, there's is on Sunday. But either way, I just can't trust it this time around. It, it it seems like a trap, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, unless unless um Taylor Swift is there at the game, which I don't think she will be. She wasn't he, She wasn't against a... I think it's like an international. She's on an international tour right now. Yeah, she is on a tour right now. So, this is perfect. And it's at the Raiders. They're always better at home, the Raiders. Watch out. Scary, man. I'm telling you, dude. He, you're, you're, you're seeing turkey, right? No, dude. No. You're Just seeing like, turkey. Okay. I'm seeing okay. a goose egg. Tell me. Tell me then. Uh, start Tommy DeVito over Patrick Mahomes. Is that the claim? <laughs> that <laughs> might be one of the, the spiciest takes you've ever heard. Spicier than any Thanksgiving dish, which... I don't think anything's spicy. Okay, dear God, honestly, when you when you put that proposition up there, and I just saw my QB start, my QB sit, I almost blacked out. I don't Olive know what oil I was or doing. Ketchup. Listen, dude, you're, you're, are you trying to start a fight? Like we're at the, you know, the family. Yeah, like the family we're at the dinner table right now on, yeah. on, on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. <laughs> yes, I'm saying that. Oh gosh, <laughs> Tommy DeVito oh, no. over Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> over Patrick Mahomes. Oh, we can't even take ourselves seriously. <laughs> okay, man. It really is a. It really is, you know. That pre-Thanksgiving hype going on here. Honestly, dude, I, I, I'm at that point where I gained ten pounds after the dinner. I'm, I'm out of it. I'm out of it. Honestly, for all of these sits here, you might as well just say the one aspect of Thanksgiving that you hate the most: the politics. You know, your long-standing relatives you haven't seen all year. They come over to the table, and all they talk and squabble about is politics it gets icky nah, and you run off to your room and watch football and play video games so uh they asked me and listen about to a my podcast girlfriend. 
listen to a podcast like this one. one here. Use code Zen- Zencaster, right, Matt? Use code Zencaster here. Join us on the podcast. The promo is a little uh, early, but yes. <laughs> sure. You're ruining Anyways. the segments. Anyways, my, my sit for QB this week. Also, I think in general, our QB sits this week are pretty high-profile names out there. I'm looking at Justin Herbert versus those mm. Baltimore Ravens out there, but it's pretty obvious why, uh, well, depending on how you look at it, it's pretty obvious why you should consider sitting Justin Herbert. Baltimore is probably the number one team against QBs um, throughout this year so far, so they've been making a lot of QBs look pretty bad, although just looking at the QBs left in their division, you know, Doran Thompson-Robinson, Kenny Pickett, no longer uh, Joe Burr out there, perhaps that might inflate their defensive rating a little bit more. But regardless of the fact that they have a very strong defense over there and could make, if you do start Justin Herbert, make you have a very difficult day. And I will tell you right now, I will not follow that advice because I do have Justin Herbert and I'm not looking at any other better options out there. So uh, we'll see if I, uh, <laughs> we'll see if I knock myself out here in a food coma. Devita. I think you will be. Oh, okay, by the way, also, let me just state this before you guys come and flame me. The Raiders allow pretty much one of the lowest, like, last, like, three-quarter, like, points per game, okay? They may allow, like, the first quarter, like, 14. They average 14, but if they can hold them, get to the second half, Patrick Mahomes fades away, and his receivers do, okay? Okay, I like the yeah, research. A, I like the research. There was a stat where it's, like, I think uh, yeah, the Chiefs in the second half are literally the 32nd, the dead last team for scoring. Yes. Like, I'm, that's, this that's isn't it. like ours. We're research-based, but we also have some feelings, you know, in it, you know, we take it on a, on a good feeling. Listen, out of the podcasters here, I'm usually the one that's right. Right, Matt? Moving on to the next part. You bastard. Our quarterback sits. I'm going to go with, you know, Tua Tagovailoa versus the Jets. Uh, why? This, why? This is just one where I feel it in my gut, as well as you know watching the game last week against the Raiders. So I was just about to point out, yeah, the Raiders looked exactly what the stats said on tape because Tua did not look very good in that last half, and the Dolphins are kind of out of sync. Like there's a lot of just odd passes from Tua, and you know it seems like he's just hyper fixated on Tyreek Hill, which I get, but at the same time, I just I'm not really convinced that. The Dolphins have it all under control right now. Maybe it's because they were on a bye last week, the week before, and they're coming back out, right? Maybe Tyreek was out for a little bit, and that kind of shook things up. But you can't really have those kinds of mistakes against the Jets. The Jets are just that good against quarterbacks. I don't think they've really had allowed any like good performance so far. Um, maybe Allen last week was the best one, but really... It hasn't been good for uh, teams who play the Jets defense. And, you know, I kind of want to fade every single option on the board here because I think this is just going to be a very bad game. It's going to be Tua, and Dolphins are going to try to struggle. And these guys have familiarity with each other. Robert Sala knows Mike McDaniel, and McDaniel knows Sala. So they'll they'll probably have a good game plan against each other. Um, but, you know, it's fitting that this game is on Black Friday. Because I honestly see the numbers dropping for Tua in this matchup. I hate you, dude. The w- <laughs> the week I get him, you're gonna sit him. Gab made a pretty big trade in our other league, in our money league. He traded away Jalen Waddle and Jameer Gibbs for Tua and Amon Ra. I want to say. 
Yeah, Amon Ra. Yeah. So you're gonna evaluation sit quick. <laughs> it's evaluation good. Quick. I think it was good. I'd rather. I really like Amon Ra. I really like okay, Amon Ra. Let's go. And man, I have Waddle in our listener league, mm-hmm. so I know what it's like. <laughs> yeah, Waddle's just ridiculous. We'll talk so, about that. But we're gonna that go into later. the running back. Yeah, a little bit. But we're gonna go into the running back sit of the week. And honestly, mine is still kind of controversial. Not really. I mean, Matt would agree with me. I feel like um, Joe Mixon um, against the Steelers. Steelers rush defense crazy and especially with um uh uh what's oh my god I can't believe it Joe Burrow going out I think it decreases the, the level of that offense they might just stop playing honestly they had one of the like toughest remaining se- uh, like schedules in the league you know why hurt everybody Steelers haven't they haven't allowed a lot of points recently in in the red zone they're like the best um so that's what I'm going to say about Joe Mixon, but I'm also going to say B Rob Brian Robinson against the uh, the Cowboys. They're explosive. They're going to be down. I feel like the game script's going to be passing more, and that's why I got Terry McLaurin. Mm. Those are pretty good picks twofer. that people might twofer overlook. again. Another twofer for sure. Well, for my running back sit, looking at you know you probably just picked him up on the waiver ride with the waiver wire. Zach Charbonnet after Kenneth Walker went down here, but Charbonnet is about to play a game against uh San Francisco here. So you went from your pumpkin pie being you know um K nine. Wow, I, I literally just said that name, Kenneth Walker. Kenneth going Walker. for your pecan pie now. Everyone knows pumpkin pie is a lot better than pecan pie. Come on, there. So you're running Agreed. your pecan pie. Hundred percent. I'm glad we're all, this whole council is in agreement there. So yeah, Charbonnet versus Sessov, maybe, maybe you keep him on the bench for this week, but don't look to start him. Mm. I do like the pickup, though, for uh, future use. Looks like a beast, depending on how long K9 sits out. I don't like that matchup because, I, well, I don't like the pickup at least. He has got the Eagles, he's got the Cowboys next, and he's got the Niners again, so I don't know. Um, I'm going to go... He's susceptible, man. But okay, mm. go on. I'm going to go with Desvin Singletary versus the Jaguars here. Uh, I know that just contracted, uh, that contrasts with Brian's pick right here. But, you know, what I see in the Jaguars is what I saw against Derrick Henry. And, you know, I, I was about to start Derrick Henry in another league, and I saw the numbers that Jacksonville had in terms of the running game. They are really good against the run so far this season. They are fourth best in the league. So, you know, I know Devin Singletary is great, and I know he's had two really good games. But isn't it just the very thing of, like, Thanksgiving gluttony where you eat one plate, you eat the second plate, but you're going to go for that third plate, and you know it's probably a bad idea. You see, you know, you you see the results of what happened, and you're going to go for it, you're going to get sick, and you're going to end up on the toilet all week. So uh, (laughs) that's going to be like Devin Singletary. Uh, don't go for that third helping right there. Um, we'll see who's right. I will be with you. Yeah, it should be fun. And I'm going to go back to back here. I'm going to go with Devontae Adams versus the Kansas City Chiefs. This shouldn't be a surprise because, I mean, I was surprised as everyone else when A.J. Brown scored, had one reception for eight yards. That was ridiculous. Like, I mean, I would have expected at least a little bit more. He's been averaging, like, I'd say at least 80 yards plus in every single game so far. Um, but Adams, I mean, but the Chiefs defense is just that good. No wide receiver one has gone over 71 yards on the Chiefs this year. I looked that up last night because I was curious, like, it feels like they do that very often. And that's right. Like Jefferson, even though he got hurt in that game, didn't do anything. Um, 
Who else did they have? Cortland Sutton obviously didn't really do much. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown, I think, had 71. I think that was the one. And, you know, Amon Ross has been just almost excellent, like, this entire year. And that just speaks to the volumes. And then Tyreek Hill, he only had 62 yards, I think. And he had a fumble. So, you know, I don't trust Devontae Adams. Like, I know that, you know, he has a varying degree of success. He got a touchdown last week. But they're really going to key in on him this time. Because who would you rather play against? Like, who would you rather scheme against? Devontae Adams or Jacoby Myers, right? Or Josh Jacobs. Like, I know they're going to try to do stop the run. But I think the main passing weapon is obviously Adams. And they're obviously going to try to stop him here. Oof. That's a big name. I Honestly, we all have pretty big names other than Brian. I mean, that's 50-50. He kind of faded out. Listen, I'll just go back to me. Hmm. Keenan Allen against the Ravens. You're sitting him. I know he's the most explosive person this season, especially on the Chargers. I mean, I don't think... I'm pretty sure this is a revival of his career. But, I mean, against, like, good teams, they usually fade away, right? And especially against good defenses. Like, when he faced the Jets and the Rave, uh, and the Chiefs, like that the, by far his worst he only had 12 points ravens look like a top three defense right now right they're rolling right now lamar jackson's gonna be taking time away from um you know herbert uh they're just gonna lock i just i can't see it going well for the chargers at all i think it's a it's another trap game even though they're at home the chargers i mean that's basic that's not even the, uh, it's the ram <laughs> stadium you know <laughs> yeah you know is the so, Niners stadium yeah it's not <laughs> well I mean basically. come on now basically Levi yeah. South well back to my stuff for wide receiver here you know I think we're focusing a lot on the same games like this Ravens Chargers games this Carolina Houston game I think a lot of our picks are from these same games here so be aware but I'm looking at DeAndre Hopkins versus Carolina everyone saw it when Will Levis Started that first game here. He put up insane numbers. Hopkins had triple touchdowns. We saw it. It was over, you know. Um, say goodbye to Tannehill. Levis is good to go. And he was made the starter. But these last couple of games, especially if you're a Hopkins holder, leaves a lot to be desired. Um, would I call Levis a bust yet? I don't know. I would still um, sit him and be wary of uh, Levis here because he definitely seems like a boom and bust candidate, which, of course, impacts Hopkins, uh, which would impact Hopkins' viability here. So, Ignore him while you ignore the green, be- green bean casserole at your Thanksgiving meal. You ignore Yo, the green bean casserole? Like the green, I, I like actually the green like the green bean casserole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Salty. Mm-hmm. Well, if you make Point. it right, put a lot of salt that in it. It is very important if you're a good <laughs> if you are a chef for it. Um, okay. Go ahead. Yeah, I just round out the tight ends too. Honestly, in this market for tight ends, you're probably starting whoever you can, but. Pat Farmoose, just coming back from injury. You know, he's been on IR for a little bit. Last week went for one, I think, one PPR point. That's pretty much it. He's up against Cincinnati this week here. But given how tumultuous things have been up there in Pittsburgh with the firing of Matt Canada, was how that offense has been rolling out there, uh, I'd be very wary to start Farmoose out there. So think of any bad Thanksgiving kind of trait there. And yeah, just don't look for don't look, don't, don't look for Farmoose to save yourself as thanksgiving hmm. all right uh, i i hate all Steelers. um i'm gonna sit david and joku against the uh, broncos Mo- mainly because i mean um deshaun 
also is, is been out, you know, and I know last game he had a pretty decent game, well, fantasy-wise. In PPR, he had a, a decent game because of how high his volume was. But, dude, he only had 56 receiving yards, right? Um, Dorian Gray, I mean, Thompson, whatever his name is, the three-letter name, or three, like... DTR. DTR. Yeah, DTR. DTR season. Uh, he loves to dump it off to him. But, I mean, I think they're going to be playing from behind against the Broncos, who I know have been very wishy-washy. There's they no just got way. clapped last week. How do I the am, Broncos I... even come? They don't have an offense. <laughs> they don't have an offense, but they still are. I don't, I don't get it. The defense has been playing lights out, mostly. Right? I just I can't see it go happening for David Njuka this week, especially with the rookie te- quarterback. I mean, he looked good. Not great enough to warrant uh, David Njuka's start. I think that game, Broncos-Browns, might be as entertaining as the two-hand touch game uh, you play in the yard with your family on Thanksgiving. True. Honestly, it might be as entertaining as, uh, I don't know if everyone remembers, but like two years ago, the Patriots versus the Bills, all we did was run the ball the entire time. It was snowing. That was a the fun best. game. That was an interesting You thought game. it was fun? Yeah. It was a, I, I didn't even benefit from it. I actually lost because of that game. But I remember because it was a very interesting strategy. Um, I mean, you can't, you can throw it out. Okay, then fine. The Patriots Rams Super Bowl. Okay, yeah, we got it. That boring. Okay, okay. there you go. <laughs> that was our starts of the week for starts and sits of the week for Thanksgiving. Uh, we're gonna have a full list of our starts and sits out on Threads on Twitter. Be sure to look at it and then ask us anything. Again, we are Sports Underscore Council on both platforms. I'll yeah, right. be hosting last minute questions too, by the way. Yeah. Just, just a lot case. of responses last week. Very interesting. Yeah. I, I, I guess, guess people need some help. Yeah, know? last minute desperation. <laughs> Don't worry, we've desperate all been there. People. We love desperate people. Interesting tone to put there. Interesting take. Patriots are desperate. I'm desperate. It's over. All right, we're going to get into our other segment here. 11 weeks is long enough where we can look back from just a couple months ago and think wow what went wrong because <laughs> thanksgiving i don't a know lot about went you guys wrong. but it's like yeah nostalgia you know things just happened and all of a sudden i'm looking for scraps at the waiver wire looking for odell beckham on the waiver wire when <laughs> you know like it should have been solved in the draft so we're gonna go back to our earlier takes all the way back to draft day We're going to use our Listener League draft as a reference from kind of like the best and worst kind of players at each draft position and each round. So what we're going to do is we're just going to do the first 12 rounds. We're going to each take a round here and then try to pick out basically what was the best and worst picks from that round and what went wrong or what went really right here. So, I mean, I'll obviously start off with the first round. And I think it's a no-brainer that Christian McCaffrey is the best pick from that round and he really hasn't uh he really hasn't proven otherwise like or disproven otherwise because he's basically had a top five finish i think in every game he's had 20 points almost every game that's exactly what you want unfortunately g has him in our league and i think the worst couple picks were probably nick chubb which obviously isn't his fault because he's injured and then justin jefferson He's also been injured, um, and then it looks like he's not going to be back until after the bye. 
which is very sad for G because he actually just traded for him. He got the number one and the number two overall picks, but he might not even get to play Justin Jefferson. Um, and it's really you love to see it. Yeah, you love like, to see it. <laughs> well, I mean, I think these picks, when it comes to like picks like these, it's you really need to hit on that first overall pick or first round pick because, you know, <laughs> your season's pretty much already in mayhem because i think the two worst picks in that first round are right now currently in the bottom i'd say 10 like two i don't know what place jamar is in right now but basically he's not in the playoffs as the projection stands i like to press preface it for him just to say him some face when we were drafting he forgot he was at the club okay it was late at night so he was kind of off his rocker you know and kind of devil's lettuce you know Double juice, you know. We'll give him a pass. Maybe. I don't know. That That's a good preface for the, what's to come in these other rounds. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, let me go with round two now, okay? And, guys, I don't know about you. By far the worst round. I think the value that we were drafting guys at was... It was just... Too, I, I, we overvalued everybody in this entire... Like, um, like, let me just list it off. Okay, there's only 12 people. Chris Olave, T. Higgins, Pollard, Hurts, Jalen Hurts, uh, Derrick Henry, Cooper Cup, um, Josh Jacobs, Pat Mahomes, Waddle, Saquon, Adams, and Wilson. Tell me that's not the worst at round two. I think everyone is, uh, I'd say, disappointed. At, like, it's not the worst. Like, no one, I think there's no surefire bus, but there is a lot of, like, a yes. lot left to be desired. Right. Come on now, T. Higgins, Tony Pollard. Hey, that's me. You know, <laughs> even Patrick draft Mahomes, capital. even Patrick Mahomes at at the second round pick was kind of trash. What would you, you say know? is the best pick then? Oh yeah, well, I was gonna get to it. The best pick, honestly, was Jalen Hurts, right? Yeah, I feel like he was top. He's right now top two QB, number four overall in points. You know, obviously that's gonna be the best pick. But honestly, everyone else worst. The value you spent to get these players at this round. Over, I mean, Garrett Wilson, to be honest, not his fault. Um, everyone thought that A-Rod was going to be playing. And obviously, if that thing flowered, it'd be better. Devontae Adams, Raiders. Um, Saquon, Giants. Waddle, I mean, that guy's always hurt. So this is tragic. I mean, this entire, I don't know. Worst See, draft. I think, I think in hindsight, like, again... Some, we're doing the segment because hindsight helps us understand what went wrong, but it also kind of yeah. gives us some perspective. Like, obviously, this isn't just like, oh, we're gonna shame everybody here. Like, oh uh, no, I am. We're gonna show our like worst and most embarrassing picks, which is true. It's gonna happen, but we also have to understand like, it gives us some perspective. Like, hey, everybody kind of bombed on this one, right? Like, not everyone like did really well, and Hertz was kind of a reach for Dylan here at the fourth overall pick at number two like but he ends up being the best one right so again perspective no no no. i'm shaming everybody okay horrible oh. picks okay well, <laughs> even me i, I picked derrick henry <laughs> <laughs> yeah i would have to agree to as the unfortunate pollard holder there but yeah looking at round three round three is pretty interesting here there's some pretty very strong picks there although some picks are also i think overvalued than others um my top pick actually just looking at the table here uh not to 
Want to gas myself up here, but I really like Travis Etienne <laughs> in the third round there. He's, I think he's running back three right now across the board. So I honestly was pessimistic when I drafted him. I thought I didn't think he was the best after last season. I thought he wouldn't do as well this season. I wasn't too high on the, that Jacksonville offense there. But he's um, had a great season for himself, to say the very least there. So he definitely trended very well. Um, other players, honorable mentions, uh, Bonta Smith, and kind of Calvin Ridley, at least Calvin Ridley more recently, at least he's gotten a lot one better. Game. <laughs> one game. One game, maybe. What am I saying? I don't know. But your bust here, looking at Debo was drafted above Ayuk here, I think across the board, really. He hasn't, honestly, he's been hurt for sure, but he's been a little disappointing for himself. But I think my pick, though, would have to be Najee Harris in this Oof. category. I mean, man's Don't about to lose to his me. job to Jalen Warren here. <laughs> Sorry, Jalen. He's about hey. to lose his job to Jalen Warren. Look at that. Um, he has, I mean, you picked yourself as the best pick, and our, our two are the worst <laughs> picks. <laughs> no, I didn't even realize that. Well, I'm a he's great, a, I'm he's a a great hater. person. I'm so proud. I'm a, a true a hater hit. out here. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, I think probably... You feel the same way. No, yeah, I, I mean, feel the same board, way. Yeah, I which feel the Harris is just like, yeah, no, these those picks just haven't worked out. Given <clears> the draft capital you spent or was spent. God, I'm gonna be on this list a lot. I'm I'm looking at these other rounds and it's not looking pretty for me. Okay, well, I'm gonna go on with the fourth round here. Um, you know, when you get low further into the draft, um, again, the impact of the picks that you make isn't as big as it used to be, right? Obviously, you don't want to blow the first round pick. Like my my mentality with the first round pick is to just make get the every surefire starter, and then the second round you kind of get that potential. Maybe the guy who might turn from a wide receiver two to a wide receiver one, obviously didn't work out for me and Waddle. But you know, uh, when you get to the fourth round, you're just looking for a starter here. And I think the best by far in terms of like impact has been Keenan Allen, who was picked by our uh, podcaster Nando here because Keenan Allen's been on fire. It's crazy how he fell all the way to the fourth round, probably because of his age, probably because of the injuries last year. But he's just dominated almost every game that he's uh, played so far this season. Uh, he dropped a pass in the end zone, I think this week but i mean he still had like 27 ppr points which is insane and he's a surefire wide receiver one and he got him in the fourth round so you got to be thrilled if you're nando i think in terms of the worst pick though um well i was going to nominate myself with justin fields and i still regret that to this day i regretted it almost the second i clicked draft <laughs> um <laughs> He might be coming back to form, but I still regret it. He's on my bench. But unfortunately, the worst one is definitely Miles Sanders because he's literally on our waiver wire right now. No one's picked him up. That's how bad it's been. Just there's no, there's no value. There's no value. I, I, yeah, I know when it happened. I was like, you idiot. He's not that good. The Eagles just made him look great. Yep. I forgot that that happened, and I saw Miles Sanders almost just gagged on myself. Yeah. <laughs> what in the world? Again, it was made. The pick was made by Jamar. He was off his rocker at the club. Yes. Okay. Don't draft while you're clubbing. No. Or maybe just let the auto draft. To be honest with you, I don't even know. I mean, they might look at FF Sportsman. Might... <laughs> who beat, who beat <laughs> Jamar? <laughs> 
<laughs> on a tear, man, on a tear. All right, so I mean. Oh wait, on a side note, if FS Sportsman makes the playoffs and I don't, uh, the podcast is over. <laughs> over, O v e r. Because well, I, guess, I don't know how we could show up the next day. <laughs> I mean, we haven't won yet. None of the podcasters. Even I mean, Dylan won, but he really doesn't come on the pod any much that more. But anymore, but still. Yeah. I don't know how we still keep this up. Either way, we we give the advice to you guys. Round five, um, I feel like it it dropped off a little bit, and I think that round four was probably where the most value was for everyone's team. Um, but the best pick out of it, I would have to say, looking at everyone right now, surprisingly, um, oh, no, TJ Hawkinson. It was actually the two tight ends. The best two picks were both the tight ends. Uh, T.J. Hawkinson and George Kittle. T.J. Hawkinson's been a monster, right? Right. He's like no, um, the number one rated uh, tight end, uh, third, like top thirty overall, which is kind of crazy. And even George Kittle's top three, in um, for tight ends, fifty two overall. I don't know where the frick these get. Like, I don't know what they're feeding tight ends nowadays. I guess because the first year of that Iowa day, thing. Yeah, I don't know. The Iowa obviously Iowa is the tight end machine or. Uh, farm they're feeding those boys corn out there that's what I know. <laughs> corn in the bible but um as for the worst pick hmm i'm gonna say well it. okay well <laughs> <laughs> matt sorry you're it guy he, he chose what's well, honestly all the running backs right matt chose with cat makers nando chose jk dobbins which is kind of unfortunate it's not jk dobbins's fault but I definitely uh, think it's the running backs. Damian Pierce, too. Sorry, Brian. I have to call you out on that, no, too. Please I mean, include me on that list. Yeah, please. All of the running backs have been pretty trash. James I mean, Conner. I mean, we haven't yet to see it, but. I was so high only... on Cam Akers. I put him. I talked about him on this show. <laughs> I, uh, I know. I, and he, the insult to injury. He injured. He got. He tore his ACL again. Achilles. Yeah. Achilles. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how you recover from that. Oh, well, I'll also throw out Darren Waller. Horrible pick. Never a good guy. That guy got married and just left. Got paid, left. So, it's okay, Ram. Well, looking at round six over here, I think this round here has a lot of kind of maybe unsung heroes or games or names that are a bit more kind of under the radar. For example, just naming a few in the category like Rashad White. He's been having a pretty good season for himself as of late. Pittman's been pretty solid where he's at. Uh, players I would put at the very top though is actually like Robbie two times was picked for Ayuk over here. I think Ayuk is a low end, probably trending as a low end wide receiver one right here. He's somehow managed to really well, establish himself as that kind of lead kind of wide receiver. Uh, and help that I think uh, Debo was hurt for a little bit, but Ayuk seems to have built himself a lot of rapport with uh Brock Purdy down there. Honorable mentions was Matt. I'll give you kudos for Alvin Kamara. I think we're all dodging on drafting Kamara since he was uh, uh, suspended for the first part of the season. But literally, as soon as he Yo, got back, he got back, dude. he got right to work. He got right to work. You know, kind of annoying. Start of the season, this guy would be an RB one there. Uh, low lights in this category, uh, not a ton and then i was looking i wasn't sure where the lowlights were you know there's dolvin cook i mean clearly didn't pan out over there but i know where the lowlights are i know where the massages are too the masseuse then i then i saw an all too familiar face the masseuse 
Sean Watson, man, he uh, I don't even know what to say. I mean, criminal, criminal, criminal. What he got Climb away with every aspect of his contract and the terrible things he did there. So, yeah, the Sean sleeper Watson. should have not let him been drafted. Karma, karma. But I also honestly though. Can I can I be a hundred percent honest with nope, you and the listeners? Not. This is not, okay. <laughs> it's not even saying anything. <laughs> See, Kamara you know is going with that. Kamara is the best pick, clearly, and Karma went to Deshaun Watson, right? So let's see. Uh, with the seventh round pick, uh, I mean, let's speed it up here a little. This one's pretty easy to me. I think Mike Evans was clearly the best pick here. I mean, G and me were against this because Baker Mayfield's a new quarterback versus Tom Brady, but Mike Evans proved that he could do it with anyone. He could get a thousand yards with any uh, quarterback at the helm. He got it with Jameis. He did it with Brady, obviously. He does it with Baker. Gav got himself a steal here. What did I tell you? He got him I told you guys. Round. Yeah. Ultimate value. Great value. Another great value was David Montgomery in the seventh round. Also, discounted because Jameer Gibbs was going to pop off but uh, it turns out Montgomery is a lot more involved than we thought so there you go and I think the worst two picks were probably Pickens from G's side and he saved me from picking George Pickens myself and it allowed me to get the space to draft Jahan Dotson so (laughs) yes Yes. another player I was really high on and uh, promptly failed. That was not the right choice at all. So I think we might have to give the podcast up. I don't know. It's kind of getting kind of suspect. See, look, look. I'm again, and we are definitely like when we say something, we actually do it, right? Yeah, I hyped yeah. up Bijan Robinson, and I drafted Bijan Robinson. I hyped up Cam Akers and Jahan Dotson, and I drafted those guys. So you know, we put our money where our mouths are. We're not lying. But we also suffer the consequences of the, uh, you know, words, just like you. So there you go. We're not happy when yeah. you're not happy. Just know that we're in it. We have our foreskins in there. We have our skins in there. Sorry. Why do you have to say God. that? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, because this uh, next round is just straight trash. Cut it off. Okay, you're going to have to cut that. It was a funny bit, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, I'm with the eighth round, okay? And I'm looking at the names across this board, and honestly, I'm not taking anybody. There's nobody good on here. You're not? Even okay, Dak Prescott. One. Yeah. Even Dak Prescott, who has been on a tear, like, the past five weeks. I mean, last week was a lull, but the past four weeks but before that. Um, I l- Just listen. Just listen to this entire draft, okay? Starting from... One, okay. Javante Williams, Deontay Johnson, Michael Thomas, A. Flowers, A.J. Dillon, Dak, Kadaris Tony, Khalil Herbert, Gibson, Fremuth, Cooks, Rogers. This is, I mean, this is kind of what you expect going into like the latter half of the draft. It's dark. I think right? you could argue Deontay might return a lot of value at the end if he keeps at the end, the he PPR might. ability up. I don't know though, but it's just the Steelers' offense is just not clicking. Maybe without Matt Canada, they might be popping off, but I don't know. I just can't. I, it 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 definitely you can sense the dark times coming at this draft. So that's the best pick, and I I gotta say the worst pick, honestly, Aaron Rodgers. 
Yeah. <laughs> Especially because Jamar had already drafted Trevor Lawrence and he still picked up Aaron Rodgers and then he got hurt the first game. <laughs> I'll freak him. Zero points. <laughs> I don't think either one of them is his quarterback anymore. It's Dak Prescott. Yeah. Dak <laughs> Prescott. Also in this category of trash players. Good lord, what happened to that oh eighth round God. there? Fantasy football is savage. God. Christ. Well, looking at the ninth round here, we're at pretty similar levels of uh, bad at this point. I mean, the lower you get, the worse it really gets. But honestly, the surprise of the draft of the ninth round, definitely Brian Robinson. He's also a high, I think. Whoa, basically ninth round? Are you serious? Running, running back one. Yeah, he, and that was honestly a guy I think a lot of people rolled out or thought he was a clear kind of bust candidate. But I mean, he's, well, he's he's been busting fantasy teams out there man. that's going crazy out there so brian robinson the big winner of this draft here uh at this round here loser uh i think i might have to put a lot of back to back myself <laughs> dylan here i went for my my, my usc homeboy juju smith schuster that man has no Such legs at this point dude. here <laughs> so i went i was representing but it didn't quite work out from a fantasy perspective and then dylan got trail on burks over here oh yeah oof yeah yeah not good wide receiver told you dark times i think adp wise brian robinson and gibson were like like they were the same basically and i like robinson clearly has outshined gibson at this point but i mean again back in the day back in august you could have seen like oh gibson and brian robinson back to back dylan chose gibson a, a round early and unfortunately got the result of that you could have honestly said it was. I, I thought it, go, it was going to be running back by committee, um, but I, I they still disrespected Antonio Gibson's name. Uh, you know that guy's. Beast I think they, they hated Gibson, so I was not going to draft him. Like yeah, yeah. He like fumbled in the first game, and then he immediately just benched him. <laughs> I think that's what it was. It was that guy. Yeah. <laughs> well. Okay. I guess I'm you gonna... carve out your own destiny. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the tenth round here. So again, we're gonna speed this up a little bit because. Uh, not much to look at a lot of potential guys but just not a lot of uh you know obviously there's not going to be a lot of solid surefire picks here surprisingly there's a lot of uh picks that panned out um from out of nowhere adam thelian first off unfortunately jamar drafted him but i think he's on robbie two times roster right now and i think he's like he's a top 10 wide receiver i guess when he plays he's been getting double digits in PPR in every week but two of them. Um, unfortunately, I think week one, he had three, and then that's what caused Jamar to drop him. That was a great pick. Dalton Kincaid was a great pick. Also dropped later by G and then picked up by somehow <laughs> FF Sportsman. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Uh, and then Ugly Kid drafted Devon Achan and dropped him, and then G picked him up. So a lot of swapping around with these 10th round picks. Uh, worst one by far is probably... Me, I didn't do. I did Elijah Moore. Dylan did Tank Bixby, who is not. Brother, I well. have Rashad Penny. I don't think this guy's <laughs> on the roster anymore. <laughs> I'm the clear loser here. <laughs> what happened to Penny? <laughs> That's true. I don't know, dude. You know. I mean, someone drafted you Alan these... Lazard too. So, yeah, this is not going well. Let's just let's just move on. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm gonna do a speed run too. Eleventh round. Uh, yeah, the best person, Kirk, for the first half of the season before he got hurt, you know, 
actually popping off. He was, I think, like number five for the longest time at, oh, at quarterbacks. No, I mean, you should look a little bit to your right, I think. All the way down to your right. Oh, oh, gee, I didn't even see. Well, I can't give the Dolphins any props, but I'll say it. Okay, Nando drafted Raheem Mostert, who is currently RB2. I mean, I don't know. It was like a first ha- first half heavy for Mostert, but fine. I'll give it to him. That's the best one. And the worst one mm, has to be uh, Jared McKinnon. I mean, he hasn't done anything on the... Uh, I mean, he had one week three pop-off, but that's about it. Let's fucking go. That's me. <laughs> Let's go. Matt, Matt's winning again. Tyler Higby, too. Yeah. And we're at the final round that we'll go to here, round 12. At this point, you're scraping up the bottom of the barrel here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, every guy's kind of bad in this category. I mean, you got your Damian Harris's, your Jalen Hyatt's, those guys just in terrible um, situations there. But the surprise picks for yourself, I'll I'll dap you up. Gav was that Jalen Warren pick. He's definitely working himself out <laughs> right now. And then I got Jacoby Myers. He definitely was the surprise there. He's done better oh, than, yeah. than Devontae Adams in some games here. So, yeah, good job, both of us. <laughs> I know, right? Scraping and finding diamonds. Exactly. Let, let's, just look at, let's just look at Matt's real quick. Hmm. For Conquo. I, I didn't want to do it to you, Matt. I didn't want to do it to you. I mean, you had to pick a tight end there, and you went with look, Conquo. He, 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 he said? I told you. I told you. I don't. My tight end, like... I feel it's like feast or we, famine. Have, we have strengths. We have strengths in our, I don't know what like our brains are like, but like Dylan, he knows kickers like and wide receivers. I think Gav, what, you know how to sit people. You know when to sit people. It's like a feeling in your gut. I, I think I'm pretty yeah. good with running backs myself, but I don't know for the life of me what, how to draft a tight end. I don't know how to choose a tight end. <laughs> like never listen to me. That's why I didn't have a sit of the week for tight end because I just, I'm, I've given up. He couldn't. He couldn't feel it, you know. Yeah, I have Jake Ferguson now. We're all good. Ridiculous. All right. Yeah, I mean, overall, what do you think about that? Like your draft. I think. I mean, I think in terms of high insight, like it. It. I think I had a pretty terrible draft in the last like couple of rounds, but I think um, honestly, I'm in a good position to still make the playoffs. I still feel like I can do it. And that just goes to show that the draft isn't everything. Like when I saw Cam Akers, basically I spent a fifth round pick on him and he didn't do well immediately. You have to pivot instantly. Yeah, I went with Kyron Williams and he's about to come back off of IR and hopefully he's going to help me make that last push. Like I think the players that obviously the draft indicates some things in hindsight, like Jamar, he didn't have a very good draft. Dylan didn't have a very good draft. And right now uh, they're outside of the playoffs as it stands. But it's obviously not everything, and you can still. It looks like you can still hit on these like great players, like Jalen Warren in the twelfth round. Like these guys make an impact instantly. Raheem Mostert in the eleventh round. I think the biggest thing I'm taking away from this is that. Yeah, just say it. I think running backs are a lot more use. Like you can find them a lot more than you think. Achan, okay, Mostert, that's not what I was thinking. Warren, what were you thinking? <laughs> I, what I'm going to tell you is that fantasy football is stupid and you can't get it right ever. Oh, okay? yeah. That's also true. That's also true. Don't beat yourself right? up. Yeah. yeah. Don't beat yourself up. It's really purely luck, honestly. You can hit everybody. 
Like you can have a decent draft and still be bottom half of the of the league, you know. It's like, like yeah. Like me, right. yeah, yeah. I was the third. I was the third person to draft. I'm third from the bottom right now. There, so life. <laughs> life Jamar was first. When you, <laughs> life comes at you fast when you draft. It's people in a row like Moose, Juju, Rashad Penny. Good lord. I mean, I know. Yeah, that's that There's... whole area of like eights to twelves. Like you know, you can find those diamond in the roughs where you just find absolute dead zone picks that you're just racking your head over. Like, why the hell did I choose this person? Yeah. Exactly. Again, our process is ever so changing. It's good to have that hindsight. You should go back to your guys' drafts and, you know, see what you missed out on, but also kind of gain some analysis, gain some perspective because eventually, you know, you're not going to hit on all of them, but maybe it will open your mind to some more things because like again, maybe you should hold off on running back a little bit and then put it in the late rounds like Nando did and he's it's working out really well for him. Right, he didn't draft a running back till like the fifth and sixth round, and then he got Raheem Mostert and puts him at the top of the league. So, again, gain that perspective, and also, uh, we're we're putting you in a bad mood probably for Thanksgiving in terms of regret. But I digress. No, I'm thankful because <laughs> I'm number one, baby. Uh, Listen to me, I'm your king. Well, w- before we end this podcast, we're gonna talk to you a little bit. Uh, about Zencaster here. Zencaster is the service that we use to record our podcast from. It is amazing so far. We've been using it this entire hour and we feel like it's worked wonders. And if you want to do it yourself, you can go to Zencaster.com slash pricing, use our referral code Sports Council. You'll get a thirty percent off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. It works really well for your podcast guys. And I don't know how else to say it, but I wouldn't use any other podcasting service other than Zencaster. Honestly, it's helped our growth, I feel like. And we're not even using it all completely, right? Like, yeah, we got to break into the TikTok where that's where, you know, short consumption. And they have that on one of the plans there. They automatically upload for you and clip it. So definitely use that 30% off. Exactly. That's going to do it for our show. Be sure to follow us on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, anywhere you find podcasts from we have brand new episodes weekly we're really on that grind at the end of the fantasy football year so be prepared want to make that last playoff push we got you covered with these episodes and then follow our instagram our threads our twitter our facebook again it's sports underscore council for all of the platforms so be sure to find us there we have a lot of our greatest latest and greatest takes and uh we have our starts and sits weekly you can ask us anything on those uh, platforms you can ask us certain sick questions trade questions or you know just general advice in life right like i think we'll i think we'll answer it i think we got a pretty good scope on that right hopefully i think we do on honestly i just want to say one more thing it's the trade deadline this week so definitely add us with your trade questions i feel like the trade because i just made a trade last week the trades that you make right now will determine whether or not you can finish well in the playoffs okay Exactly. So add us. Yes, we'll help you out. We didn't help you out, Gav, but you know, it's okay. <laughs> no, I helped myself out. I'm a pod. Come on now. <laughs> I got all the answers. Us. He didn't trust us. <laughs> I consulted them after, to be honest. <laughs> he doesn't trust us. But, all right. Yeah. Uh, that's going to do it. Thank you, guys. I hope you all have a very happy Thanksgiving.
yeah i hope everything goes well for you guys show some thanks to your family you know it's all about family around this time of season um and also about football so let's go yes. pats if if you get yourself into if you get yourself into a political discussion ignore them watch tv have sports council in your ears gaslight 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 <laughs> <laughs> all right i see you later bye